welcome to Why and Bry Without Direction. I'm Brian, and with me is Wiley. Uh, we wanted to jump in and just straight to it. Uh, I was saying it's all Friction Friday, so you know we're going to go into this live. So, Wiley, let's talk about music. Sounds good. Yeah, let's go for it. What uh, What do we want to start? We want to start uh, early, as early as we can can recall uh, we i normally start early and, and, and go backwards but let's let's do it let's do it uh let's do it opposite let's like what what's current and walk backwards let's uh let's current. let's let's start uh start what are you listening to these days like if you're you go to current jam if you're like gonna get into the kitchen and you're like device this, whose name i'm not gonna say play me a song okay yeah so Lately, <clears throat> I mean, what I what I uh, what I tend to do as far as my music listening is concerned is I will legitimately just go to YouTube and and try to find just music that I have never seen or heard of, because uh, you know I uh, I don't know I'm I'm always interested in new music uh i feel and i have always felt like uh people get stuck in like eras of music that they like and i never wanted to be that person because all of the people that i thought were cool were people that were like older and yet they knew about newer music <laughs> so that's kind of how i contextualized my uh my coolness radar for older people when I was younger. So that yes. is what I tend to do. And currently, uh, I just discovered a band called Rabbit Junk. And so I've been li listening to them. <laughs> and I, name. yeah, Rabbit That's Junk, a great right? Name. And I also um, throw on some of The Weeknd sometimes. Uh, I really like, I, I didn't like The Weeknd at first, but. Uh, it's really grown. He's really grown on me. I uh, I had a, yeah. a period of exposure to the weekend too. It took me a while to get into it. Um, it's not that like I, I when I first would hear him, I was like, oh, it's the weekend, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure if I like this. Yeah. Um, to it. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I think it's also interesting that you're like, oh yeah, the cool adults were the ones that were into cool, new music, and I very much had that same perspective. Oh, right a, on here. As a young person, so I always thought like you got to stay, you got to stay hip, you got to stay current, you mm -hmm. got to stay with it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's my same perception for sure. So, you know, I still I still listen to uh, bands that. I've always listened to like, but I try to, you know, supplement that with new music as well. One of the, one of the newish bands that I've actually been listening to for a while now is uh, 21 Pilots and I really like them as well. They're a, they're a good band. I like, I like some of their work. I don't, I don't think I've, I haven't gone through their extended back catalog. I know a lot of their like radio hits from like just a few years ago. Um, so I, 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 I like them though. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm kind of, a, I'm doing like a little bit of the opposite. So I'm taking like my, here's, here's, uh, my journey with music was, uh, 
listen to all kinds of new music. I was always exploring new music, but it, like I'd get into a band, and then I'd kind of see where that who who that band was um, into. Like, what was their influences, and then I'd kind of spider web off of that from them. And so, typically, you can get a band, and uh, they make they may give you two or three different uh, new bands to kind of explore along with it. Um, yeah, and so. I used to explore a lot through that. So I was the kid uh, 20 years ago reading uh, CD liners, like uh, reading the, actually reading the CD little envelope that they send you. Um, I read those to get bands influences and who they thanked and who were big to them and what were important artists to them. Yeah. I, it's, it's interesting. You, you say, um, you know, you kind of look at it as a spider web, I do that a lot of times when I'm digging through uh, metal music because mm. I, I listen to a lot of metal music too. I I like uh, mostly uh, what I listen to is folk metal music. Uh, so one of my other favorite bands is Ensiferum, and um, but yeah. So with metal with metal music, I'm not really in that world exactly. And so I try to go to like a Wikipedia page of a band mm-hmm. and yep. then I'll look like, okay, what, what bands are these, what bands are these members associated with or have they been associated with or. Yeah. What are the previous, yeah. previous bands they've been in? What mm-hmm. are the, um, what's the area they live in? What, like, what's the scene that they're in? Like mm-hmm. what are the other associated acts um, yeah and then you and then you can kind of uh even dig into uh, well something that i did for uh like punk music when i was younger was look at the tours and you know like when they had yeah, I did that too tours yeah. and i would be like okay what are the bands that are touring with this this other band that i do like and i do know about and uh that would yeah lead me to other things that i would really enjoy I will say that is something that I kind of miss about um, being 18 was actually having the time to go see bands on tour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, right. Uh, seeing their opening act and seeing the people they tour with—that um, was a—that was a main staple of, of time that I used to like to do. I used to like to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still like to—I shouldn't say used to—I I still like to do that. I like to—I like to do that. Um, I need to, I want to try to do that on more of a conscious base, like um, try to uh, fit one in. Uh, of course, everything's going to have to be outdoor and COVID friendly and yada, yada, yada. But like um, uh, that is what I would like to like make time for. That is a ritual. The problem that I think that it's going to end up being is I'm going to go to like three or four scene band <laughs> tours from like <laughs> 10 years ago and it's going to be like seeing the same same people um, <laughs> but like you know may, maybe not maybe it'll be awesome well you know so, uh i've i've really the only uh band that i ever see in concert generally is green day and i've seen them uh seven times now i think and and i just saw them a couple of years ago and actually just the other day, I uh, found out that they are picking up their tour that they had to cancel because of COVID. They're, they're picking it back up this summer. Uh, so I'm going to try to see if I could go uh, still. I, I don't know if I'll be able to work that out or not or feel 
feel safe enough to go anyway. Yeah. um, You get that many crowds of people together, I immediately go, oh, this is not safe. I was in a bowling alley for uh, uh, one of my sons. uh, He had his daycare friends had had his first birthday party. So it was my eldest son's, like, his first legitimate uh, friend birthday party. Um, Oh, yeah. And it was in a bowling alley a month ago. And to be absolutely honest, I was like, this freaks me out. Um, I was yeah. fully vaccinated at this point, but like being Still. around it, I, I was I was uncomfortable because like I saw so many people uh, not wearing masks, not wearing masks properly. Um, yeah. Uh, it just, I was like, oh my God. Uh, if one of these people have to be sick, we are all screwed. Um, yeah. So like, uh, that's that's going to be one of those things that like, oh, what, when am I going to feel safe again? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely uh, going to be a strange thing as we as we do return more and more and uh, try to uh, live with this uncertainty uh, because uh, I feel like we all we all kind of are more aware of the fact that it could happen uh, again, you know, or in some other way with a different something, you know? So we yeah. have to we have to kind of live with that now, which is interesting. Uh, anyway, so so going to these uh, Green Day concerts, right? It's like, uh, it's been really f- funny and interesting going to all of them because they have fans that are across such a wide range of generations, you know? Oh, so yeah. You have oh, people yeah. that have been fans since the 80s, right? And then you have new fans, like, there's... So uh, it's it's always a crazy mix of, like, you know, some old people and some really young people and then, you know, and then most people, right, that go to, go to concerts, which are just, you know, like, late teens, early 20s kind of people. So that's, I think that's generally like most concerts anyway, because that's just sort of the age that people go be concert goers. But yeah, if when you go to a Green Day concert, it's just like a crazy mix of people uh, age-wise, which I've always enjoyed, really. I, I think it's cool. Uh, but I don't really have any other context for other concerts. You know, I'm sure it's... I'm sure it's that way with other bands. <laughs> have you uh, have you seen a lot of other bands live, or you primarily just go to Green Day? Uh, well, like when I was younger, I saw some country bands, and I've seen smaller local bands. Uh, so you know, I've been to like smaller venues and things like that. I um, oh man, what is that one band? Hang on, let me... Okay, there's this... Flowbots. Do you know the Flowbots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Handlebars, so, right? Yeah, yeah. So I saw the I saw the Flowbots uh, one time in my hometown. And it's, uh, it's sort of a funny story. Like, these two guys, they were kind of drunk. And uh, they decided they were going to get me up to the, to the front. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> they just started, like pushing people out of the way and stuff and uh, just moving me to the front of the stage. So uh, so I've seen them and 
you know, I've seen like uh, I saw Blue Man Group, which I don't know if that really counts, but they're kind uh, of a like band. A, that's like an art experience, right? Yeah. Oh, I did see uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Does that count? <laughs> I've seen a lot of weird stuff, right? So it's not like I, I do tend to go to to shows and things like that, but not like uh, traditional rock bands, I guess you would say. I, uh, I, when I was younger, I went to, a, you know, I would probably go to a few a summer. I try to get probably two or three in and, um, being, uh, living in the Midwest, like, and, and I lived in a small town that wasn't really near a bunch of stuff. So I like to kind of do bang for my buck. So I used to go to a lot of warp tour stuff. Um, and I would see a lot of the bands that I liked there. Very nice. So That's I've good. seen... I've seen a lot of acts at, uh, at Warp Tour, and then that was a great exposure tool uh, to a lot of young new music. Now, would I still want to go to Warp Tour? Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I I almost went to Warp Tour one year when I was when I was younger. I really wanted to go, and I do not remember why I didn't make it, but. Uh, I, yeah, the two things that I kind of regret missing are one of the warp tour shows and also the, uh, pop disaster tour, uh, which was like green day and blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. I wanted to see that one too, but I couldn't make it. Um, there was a recent one with, it was like fallout boy, green day and Weezer. Yeah. That's Uh, the, the hella mega tour. That's the one that I'm. That's they're restarting this this summer, so I would love to go see that. So yeah. it would be one of those things that I would I would thoroughly enjoy going and see all all three of those acts. Um, I actually won free tickets to the Hello Mega Tour, and since they all since the shows got canceled, I have no idea if I can still redeem those or not. You know, and again, it's like I don't even know if I want to. Through what what manner? did you win them was it like a promo like a radio contest like it was some sort of promo this is the radio (laughs) no it wasn't it wasn't the radio it was like just an online promotional contest thing from from green day so uh yeah they have the mascot this is this unicorn its name is horny and uh he uh they they had me email horny and uh and talk to horny and <laughs> it was an experience so i mean yeah i don't i don't know what's gonna happen as far as uh all of that but yeah i've got i got a, a package that was like full of they they glitter bomb me they oh, <laughs> sent me okay. a glitter bomb package with like stickers and uh this letter and everything it was it was pretty hilarious <laughs> That sounds super fun. Yeah. So, you know, um, kind of to go circle back, like what what do I listen to currently? Like I'm actually not doing a whole lot of exploration for new artists. Um, I'm doing, I'm exploring artists that I already know and exploring their work that they've done in the last five to ten years. <laughs> so <laughs> like um, having kids is pretty much, I didn't have time for it. So I've missed a lot. So I feel like I'm like, oh, there's, three albums out oh okay um 
And so that's where I'm at currently is uh, going exploring what 2016 was like for some of these bands. So. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to yeah, dig through certain time periods, right? Uh, there's there's all kinds of gems when you when you take the time to do that kind of thing, I think. Yeah, I'm just like backlog, backlog catalog. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Yeah. But, you know, what's what's great, though, like some of the bands, like some of my, one of the bands that I love, um, that I don't really talk about, I don't really, because uh, I don't really know a lot of other people that like them. I think they're kind of an acquired taste. But like AFI is a big uh, band. I love them. I've been listening to them for close to 20 years now. And um, they've continually put out music. So I'm. I've got like another two and a half albums to make my way through. Uh, so I've been enjoying having new kind of newer music to listen to. So. Uh, I actually, yeah, I saw AFI in concert because they opened for green day one time and uh, they were really great. I, I was, I hadn't really been a fan or anything like that, but uh, when I saw them in concert, I was like, wow, these guys are, these guys are pretty good. I th- I think what uh you know everybody knows them from like uh when pop punk just like exploded and barfed. Um, yeah, right? yeah. And um <laughs> uh they're kind of known for eyeliner and um kind of what I would say like um it reminds me of like hot topic kind of uh goth mall punks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh is that's not to them they're uh, they're more than that but like that's if you see you know it's the vibe. I, I was that's the vibe that i <laughs> i remember from from high school yeah uh, being an a- afi fan being like i like afi but like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put eyeliner on yeah um, <laughs> yeah you know so <clears throat> but like it's it's uh it's uh it's it's uh, I I like them. I had a I had a lot of uh, recent kind of I'm I'm checking out some of their stuff from around 2009 2010 stuff of that nature that I just hadn't put in. That's cool. Yeah, I uh, yeah I know I've missed a lot of their music as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, I I really uh, appreciated them a lot more after I saw them in concert. Uh, yeah. You talked a little bit about like the method. I think. Uh, me with new music these days like i don't uh, um i don't have a delivery system for it like it's all go hunt for yourself i don't really use like an app like spotify or anything to like suggest new music to me like i'm not i'm not creating playlists anymore like it's like i literally uh will think of a band and then look them up on um i'll look them up on like youtube or wikipedia and be like oh there's new albums out and i'll go track those albums down and listen to them yeah so like do you, are you just like listening to new bands on YouTube or like how do, how do you, you know, what's your avenue for new music? Do you have like a, yeah, dear Google, what's new <laughs> music today? Well, well, like I, uh, like I said, I, I do tend to go and sort of springboard off of Wikipedia pages. Um, and then, yeah, I do use YouTube a lot for that just because it's easy to click around like really quickly i i find that even easier than spotify and i'm trying to remember what the original kind of original um program was 
that kind of introduced the masses to this idea of predictive suggestions for music. There was a maybe you'll I know what Pandora. it is. Pandora. Pandora, yes. Pandora. That's the one that I used. <laughs> yeah. I still have an account uh, with it. I, I logged into it not long ago. I was like, oh, wow. This is what, <laughs> what it's like going back in time. Like uh, a lot of these bands I forgot about. Like when you're really into like um, when you're using a tool like that, like you'll be like, oh, I like this song. And then you're like, what was that band again? And with my memory, like I don't remember it. Yep. And I don't, I don't remember it until I hear it again. I'm like, oh, I love this song. I know why, you know, and it, and then it makes me think of other bands that kind of sound similar. So, yeah. So I, uh, yeah. So I used Pandora like originally a long, long time ago, and then that gave me that sort of driving operation of you know getting the computer right to just predict music for me, and I'm like. How do I how do I use all of these tools to just sort of feed me information, you know, feed me all this stuff? So yeah, it was definitely Pandora that put that idea in my brain, and I do use Spotify also, but not as much in a you know help help me predict what I want to hear because I don't think that it's uh, super great. I I still don't think that that you know it's. I still feel like if you kind of have some control and agency over like what you're what you're digging through in some way, then you can get a better uh, result for what you want. Because like I don't know, I don't know about other people, but like my mood changes, you oh, know. Yeah. And so it's like, I'll, you know, when I I, and I I thought this was really funny about Pandora. It's like I would you know feed it a bunch of information. And then I would come back in a different mood and be like, I hate this. Like, I don't. Oh, like, yeah. Be no. like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. This is not the this is not the vibe I'm in right now. Yeah, and exactly. Pandora's like, I don't know what you, man, you're, you're complex. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're listening to Norwegian death metal. Yeah. Like, what What do you want me to do? I'm like, you know? I, I just want some, you know, house music or something. Why don't you know this? <laughs> So yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Um, so uh, kind of stair step back. So uh, you're currently you're listening to some weekend. You're kind of you know doing some new stuff here and there. Um, do you remember what were you listening to in college? What were the major you know? I'm assuming Green Day. Uh, but oh, yeah. like, what was <laughs> what was the other big bands you were listening to during that that era? Uh, you know, I think in in uh... In that time period, it was kind of a uh, me appreciating a lot of older music. Um, it was like I had never gone through and really listened to like classic rock um, and stuff so that like, like my parents were like into. Zeppelin, uh-huh. Zeppelin and yeah, and like yeah, I think uh, I kind of go into some of the, those avenues here and there. I don't really stay with them long, but like I, right. I go enough to get exposed with them. I listen to them. I'm like, I really like this. And then um, I don't come back to it. Uh, yep. Not on a regular basis. Yeah. But like I, I got in the Stones for a little bit. I got into Queen for a long time. I got into a little bit of Zeppelin here and there. You know, some of the, some of the stuff that I would 
peruse through and see in my dad's uh, record collection. That was mm. something that I, I love to do um, that we don't do currently is like peruse through just albums. I used to love to uh, go to a music store and just look at the album covers and like mm-hmm. flip through the racks. Um, mm-hmm. Those days it was CDs, but like I used yeah. to like to do that with. Uh, yeah, I still I still remember this uh, big CD store we had in in the mall in my in my hometown, and uh, you know there there were little there were like little record stores down downtown, but and I liked those as well. But there was a uh, a big CD store basically. It was just all CDs, and uh, I still remember like how they had these. I don't I don't know what. Differential. I don't know what it was, but it was like, you know, you had the like square CDs, and then there were like other CDs that were like almost like these long rectangle packages. I don't know. I was always like, you're talking like uh, I'm thinking of like uh, we had a Sam Goody uh, near us, and they had like the they had just the regular packages, and they had like almost, it would almost be like double link CDs, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, and but I just they remember weren't necessarily like, always filled, so I, I didn't quite <laughs> understand why. Yeah, I think it was just whatever they had. You know, they, maybe that was they it. Had them all, and then anarchy set in place when somebody had to manage it because. Yeah, maybe know, that's what it was. It was just people. Yeah, just you gotta using put the, the CDs in these protective cases so the kids <laughs> don't steal them. So yeah, what, what we got? You know, new what's, CDs came in today. Stuff what's on in. hand? Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm sure that's what it was. I, you know, I was a kid, so I didn't really know what that was about. But I just remember I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Uh, that's a, such a funny thing because that used to drive me nuts. I used to uh, be like, "Why is the why is the single CD in the double CD holder?" Yeah. But like for the, for the, the the albums that had the double CDs, like I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." But it also makes me think, like, how, why do they have so many double CD holders? Exactly. At the, yeah. at the you know, but you know, whatever you know. <laughs> Nobody cares about this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it just triggered that that memory in me. But yeah, that suddenly yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They were just using the cases they had available, I'm sure. But yeah, so, I still remember that store and like flipping through and looking at all of the, you know, different designs of CD covers and all of that stuff. It was a it's a particular kind of feeling, for sure. Yeah, album art was super important in that day. Like, it mattered exactly what the image you were selling. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you're selling, like, you had to have a good visual presence. If you didn't, you know, good luck selling anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, yeah, I remember, uh, you know, like, you, I'd be looking for a particular CD and, uh, you know, you'd kind of, you'd get to the right section and, uh, then you'd not see it immediately, right? And then you'd kind of start flipping through and it'd be like the one you were looking for was just in the very back or something and it would just feel really exciting that you spotted it, you know? Yeah, I remember, um, you remember the practice of hiding a CD? You remember being like a <laughs> 15-year-old being like, I don't have money until like two days from now so uh <laughs> let me go uh stuff this cd in a different place in the store and yeah you know come back <laughs> hopefully it'll be here yeah i don't think i i ever uh bought enough cds to 
put that plan into action legitimately, but it was definitely a thing. <laughs> I did, yeah, I, I'm sure I did that with other uh, other products in the mall, though. I'm trying to remember. I I know, I know I I did it at least a couple of times with some some items. Were you like a mall kid? Would your would your oh, yeah. parents just drop you off with the friends and you would peruse the mall? That that was me. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, meet meet at the know. waterfall, right? Meet back at the waterfall <laughs> <laughs> at four p.m. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, that's such a that's such a nineties like eighties nineties memory, right? Like yeah, malls being cool and yep. hanging out. Um, nothing was cooler to me at like age twelve than eating in a mall cafeteria like taco bell <laughs> nothing was cooler well yeah um, we had a we had an orange julius in our mall yeah. i thought that was the coolest thing for sure i uh we had a small mall we had a small local mall we had like uh like jc pennies like sears and stuff in our mall uh so like our mall had a very uh we had a few, like a radio shack in our mall and like uh some like like an elder beerman and we had a we had a local store called Deb, um, and uh, uh, it was just a uh, you know girls like clothing. I would say like you know sixteen to thirty uh, yeah. clothing. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember all the girls going there, and we had a uh, we had like a, a like an like a like an animal store, like a, like a just like a like a pet shop uh in the in the store for a while i don't know why my brain's like didn't know pet shop it was like animal store <laughs> just the animal you go uh-huh. buy animals there yeah uh, but like uh had a pet store for a little bit uh we had like a, we always had a music store we had a uh we i remember there uh, i'm remembering like late late 80s um we had what was called i think it was a mr music which was like and i remember it just being like wall-to-wall cassettes like you could just find cassettes in there um, wow. And then we had a we had a on cue which then got bought by Sam Goody and then Sam Goody went under. So like uh physical music uh that was that I loved going to those stores. I loved just perusing, I like going I t- take a look at the at the music and then I'd take a look at the like the band shirts. I'd go through and peruse and find the cool band shirts back there and that's where I would try to pick up like the rare ones right nice yeah it sounds like it sounds like your mall was maybe similar in size to my mall actually we had we had all those things basically we we had a game stop uh there was an arcade yeah i don't know mine might be mine might have been a little bit bigger because there was there were a lot of little shops. There, there was a Victoria's Secret. It was really funny because, uh, you know, when I was, because I was super little, and you know, yeah. we thought it, we, we thought it was like funny, risque. Or yeah, funny. risque. Yeah, and you know, we would like dare each other to go in Victoria's Secret. <laughs> go, go in there and pick up the perfume. And yeah. Then ask like you're gonna buy it, and then yeah, like uh-huh. don't, you know. <laughs> hilarious yeah hilarious <laughs> oh i can't believe you went in there and did that you're yeah. such a you're such a rebel yeah yeah and uh 
Yeah, there was a bookstore. I went to the bookstore pretty often. Yeah, I was in. A, I was in. Uh, we we had a Walden's, and so we had a Walden's book, and uh, I was in there quite a bit. And I was always in the like uh, how to draw section, or comic books, or sci-fi, fantasy. I was always in. Uh, maybe even like a Greek mythology section. Like I was always in one of the mm-hmm. you know stereotypical places that you'll find nerds like me. Yup. Yeah, that sounds um, yeah not familiar at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wasn't really uh, in the drawing section, but uh, I mean, if I had if I had pursued that, I definitely would have been. I was. I I think a lot of times I was in uh, like. Uh, yeah, fantasy, and um, I liked weird, random, you know, because I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I like magic, so anything that was sort of like brain oriented or uh, illusion oriented or uh, anything like were that, you, I was into. Were you a big magic guy, kid? Were you like the uh-huh. that well, 90s stereotype? I'm just thinking ninety stereotypes of stuff like that were into illusions and stuff. You were, those were are you talking about Magic Eye? Are you talking about those posters or? Yeah, the posters like the calendars. Remember they used to have like, I, the Ma- Magic Eye books that you, I actually you know. wasn't able to see those. I mean, I could I sometimes wasn't all the time. Like yeah. all, it, it was like occasionally there would yep. have to be like a specific one and be like I would have to like literally cross my eyes yep. and like it would hurt. Yeah, and then I would see it. And I'd be like, oh, I see it, and, and then it would go away. <laughs> it would go away, and it would yeah. be like I'd have to unflex the muscles and and. Uh, like when I'd flex them, I could see it. And it was super painful. And then when I'd like go, I was like, yeah, I don't see it anymore. I don't know. Yep. That's it's, exactly what I was like too. <laughs> and what's funny is like my best friend growing up, like he could see him instantly. Like you mm-hmm. just look at him and be like, yeah, it's, it's this, it's an elephant. That's American flag. You yep. know, I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was so baffled when people just saw them. I was like, how are you? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> and they're like, maybe, you're just maybe supposed feel to... like there was a evolutionary thing. Like my brain just doesn't see these. Yep. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to like look beyond the drawing or something. And I'm like, I'm, I'm literally doing this. Like I understand what I'm supposed to do, but my, <laughs> my eyes just don't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering whether, I wonder if there's a, um, if there actually is some kind of some kind of science behind it, why there would be trouble seeing them? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is, and also I think part of my difficulty is my color blindness as well. Oh, you're color blind. Like it's a slight color blindness, but is I think it it's like is it in the red? Yeah, uh, red green. Yeah, that's the common one. So, being I studied color theory. Uh, so that you, they, the first thing they do when when you take color theory, they're like, "Well, I mean, can you be here? Can you see colors?" <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah. So, so um, I, I think I, I can see colors uh, fine. I think I have just like a very, 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 very minute uh, red. I think I have a little bit of differentiating specific shades of red, yeah. and. Um, it's like in the medium red zone. Um, they were, I took the test. They're like, yeah, you're fine. You, you're fine. But like, mm-hmm. um, they, I remember they showed me one of the dots pictures be like, what do you see here? And I was like, 
what do you mean? Yeah, uh, there's I nothing. See, I, I see dots, and then be like, yeah. uh, take a real hard look. And I, I took a real hard look, and I had to look at it and be like, oh, there's a ma- there's a wavy line that walks you from one side to the other. And I'm like, I really have a struggle to see that. And they're like, yeah, it's good that you see it, but yeah, that's that's what we're trying to get here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I can still see, you know, colors just fine. But yeah, when I look at those things, a lot of them, I'm like, I have no idea. I just see dots. Uh, but it's not so terrible that I can't see them uh, most of the time. That brings up a question. Like, so what co- favorite colors? Is it blues and greens and like earth tones? Since you can't see red, red, green? Like, what, what well, are I can, you, uh... I can see red, green. I, you know, I can. Yeah. It's just like a slight. Uh, I, you know, I think it's the same as you, basically. <laughs> it's just a, mm-hmm. a slight differentiation in, like, the shading of the colors or something like that. But but actually, my, my favorite color is green, though. That's interesting to me. Yeah. RGB, right? Yep. Color theory is an interesting... I find it interesting. I don't know if anybody else does, but I think oh, yeah. color theory is interesting. Oh, yeah, I um, love color theory, yeah. For for a while, I was trying to teach myself a lot of those kinds of things, and uh, like color theory, typography, uh, anything. I was really interested in, uh, and I still kind of am, in, in visual communication. So, you know, anything that can convey. It's, it's almost like uh, like the nice version of marketing, right? It's like... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I uh, that's what I got my degree in. So it's oh it's okay. Things. Yeah, that's my that's my that's what my undergrad was in was uh, it was in digital communication, which was like um, uh, literally exactly yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've had to pull out a spectrometer yeah. to take a look at the actual uh, density of a color being printed on a on a substrate. So, so, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I lived an entire life like that. I had a career in <laughs> Chicago based on working for a custom four color printer, um, oh, man. doing all kinds of creative color work. Um, <laughs> nobody does that stuff anymore. Uh, yeah. all that stuff's uh, computer controlled. Like you don't need to have, it's not like, um, you don't have to have it like somebody's figured it out and they have software that does it. And then they have they build <laughs> hardware applications that does a lot of that stuff for you. It's so like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I felt like I got a degree in like, uh, like good information I found interesting, but not really useful for employment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, yeah, it's been sunsetted. We just figured out how to, <laughs> how to not, not need you. It's great. That's feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's lots of, yeah, lots of jobs being eaten by, the tech monster, right? <laughs> I think here, like, I honestly think, you know, um, I work in a career, I'm project planning. Like, I'm really just planning out stuff that um, uh, a, a sophisticated AI could do, uh, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. once once you get something, it just, like, when I say sophisticated, I'm like, oh, it just has to understand conditional variables. Like, um uh, it could it could do essentially what I do, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm like so you know I I'm like in, in 30 years time like when when AI is truly sophisticated like um, they could talk to each other, and we actually have I I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna have like personal assistants kind of like in like the movie Her, um, 
where have you seen that movie by the way Joaquin i haven't Phoenix. actually no i uh-uh. uh, it's um it's a slow it's a slow one uh, yeah. but like i you know being a tech nerd that i am i was like oh this is interesting yeah uh, tell me more joaquin yeah uh, how's, how's your your mustache and your super high-waisted pants um, <laughs> yeah i keep me i keep meaning to see that one i just haven't gotten around to it but it seems uh seems interesting <laughs> Anyway, uh, AI pretty much just, he just went to like an essentially with a the equivalent of like an Apple store in this uh, not too distant future and just picked <laughs> up a, an AI off the shelf and brought it home. It was like a Windows 10 installation. Like he's just ah, we're gonna upgrade. And here you go, and it just uh, started talking to him and like uh, you know. Uh, interacting with him and start meeting his needs and like uh, I think we're just gonna have something that's um, better than uh, the ones that we have currently on the devices that listen to us all the time. And mm-hmm. I think they'll be, uh, I imagine they'll start off as individual and then they'll integrate with um, each other. So if you have an entire family on one, um, it'll be able to manage the entire family. And you'll see it do stuff like automate payments, handle uh, phone calls, schedule appointments, all that stuff. I know Google's been looking at um, trying to get uh, stuff for like uh, like automated AI to talk to each other. So let's say you have a, a business, a small business. They've got a AI phone system, right? Um, you call it um, and it says, hi, Brian wants a haircut. And then uh, haircuts AI says, cool, we have these appointments. And then... Um, the the AIs find the best time to slot it in the schedule and then it gives me real time will this work yes no and then I say yes and then um, it schedules it and yeah. uh, but this is all like instantaneous within like faster than mm-hmm. me rambling about it yeah exactly yeah yeah that'll be pretty wild when uh, that's integrated in in some capacity in the way that we function as society right uh, you could see a lot of different applications for that kind of implementation. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I think it's I think it gets wild when we talk about like not too distant future, like twenty years from now. I think uh, I think the, we're going to be as long as we uh, don't kill ourselves with climate control or you know disease <laughs> or something. Like we'll we'll uh, I think we're going to be an interesting tech tech place. Uh, or or aliens. Be. You forgot. I mean, oh, there yeah. are actual I aliens forgot. now. It's been confirmed, so who knows how that? Did I miss the memo? Was there was there a memo on aliens? <laughs> what are you they, referencing? They uh, they admitted that there are uh, UFOs. You know. Oh, the U.S. government did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tom DeLonge's mission of to, to the Academy uh, to the Stars Academy paid off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. aware of that? Are you aware of the Tom DeLonge quit Blink Oh, yeah. oh and, yeah. And he created a. He used his money uh, to go chase down aliens, and he's. Yep. Uh, so like he's been like, oh, we've got proof. We're gonna release it, and then the yep. government's gonna release it. So apparently, yeah, he's, he's like, he's the guy that made this happen uh, in some some small way. He definitely uh, got the ball rolling on uh, different aspects of that to to make this kind of thing happen. I'm sure, <laughs> which is pretty wild. I mean, it took you know it took yeah. more than just him, obviously, but <laughs> oh sure, um, they've got unexplained. Do they think they're extraterrestrial or no? They, just, they no. They just said they're un, un, they're, they're, are, they're unknown. Yeah, we don't know unknown. what they are. Yep, exactly. 
did they give any? Did they? Did they? Did they actually share anything, or did they just make a PR statement? Uh, it was well. Okay, there was some sort of UFO footage recently, and I don't. And that one was uh, supposedly like an actual confirmed, un, you know, UFO, unidentified flying object. And then uh, there was some supposed to be some sort of disclosure. I think I think they don't call them UFOs. I think they call them something else, right? There's a, they didn't oh, like maybe. The, U, the UFO. I think it was uh, – uh, I'll have to look it up. But yeah. Tom, I, I watched the thing on Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge to me is baffling. Like he is like um, – <laughs> He he's one. He's just like a rock star. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't really partic- like. He's he's been into the alien stuff for like forever. Yeah. Um, yep. mm-hmm. And like people think he's a real weirdo for it, but like yeah. you know, I think he I think he's he's just aware of something. Yeah. Uh, he has he some experiences with it, and like uh, he's just one of these people that's gonna be like a, a you know oh he's a crazy person like maybe he maybe he's a little. Uh, a little open to stuff that other people aren't. Uh, yeah. It seems crazy. So, like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. There's a there's a it's a thing I saw that you know I've I've pieced together some of this stuff. So it's like, uh, uh I'm positive. You know, there are things going on, uh, but not as you know. I don't I I don't want to say you know like there are aliens. I just think, you know, it could be uh government related yeah it could be a number of things right but uh but i i'm certain there are you know things that are uh being not revealed to the general society <laughs> and so when you oh, yeah. when you end up in the crosshairs of or you know or in a circumstance where you see some of those things you know it's going to it's going to well, for for one, it's going to probably drive you a little nuts, and then for another, when you when you talk about it openly, it's going to make you seem nuts, right? So <laughs> that's uh, I think that's kind of the circumstance he's in, right? He's probably actually legitimately witnessed things that he feels really uncomfortable about and doesn't know how yeah, to he's, articulate. <laughs> he's he's talked to some people as well that he doesn't know that he's 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 mentioned he's like i've talked to people that i can't talk about yeah exactly you know they've told me things that i can't share Mm. um because he's like i know enough to be to i know enough to be uh uh to to be in trouble like essentially yeah um i'm trying to think of a a way to navigate that but like no it's very much like men in black um kind of thing going on Mm. and uh yeah, and the, uh, you know he, he's he's even made like content series. There's even content like he's got a story out where he's he's got some really far fetched uh, uh, stuff uh, where he, <laughs> he like um, where he's he's into some really wild stories where uh, I think it's going to be like leading that like aliens have been here for a long time. They're integrated <laughs> into our population, kind of stuff, which. Yeah. Which is where I'm like, oh, uh, I really, that's so interesting to me. Um, but like, I'm so suspicious of it. Like, it's yeah. like one of those things that I'm like, oh, please tell me more, but I'm going to think you're crazy the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And, and when I start to hear uh, stuff like that, yeah, it's like my, uh, my skeptic comes out. And uh, I also think that like a lot of the times that's just 
It's like you you start to understand maybe something or you you learn something and then uh you know what would you do? You would probably try to profit off of that in some way and uh you know sure. kind of elaborating and embellishing and that kind of thing it would certainly uh allow you a way to monetize uh some of those things. So yeah, I I get really uh really hesitant when it starts to get uh more complicated oh yeah because I'm, I'm like he's an entertainer he's no longer you know in blink 182 like there's been uh there's been stuff so he's, he's still gotta like entertain and s sell content right so like my brain's just like he's positioned to be a way that i'm like already um i'm questioning his honesty with being yeah. like a reliable narrator yeah like, i'm yeah. like ah you know there's a way that you could sell this to profit from it um yeah. Which is a shame because it's like, yeah, I, I really, I really think there is some sort of truth that he's he's working from, but uh, it, he does everyone a, a disservice by not uh, just sort of really honing in on those specifics. Well, you gotta kind of like, you gotta cite your sources, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. It's not necessarily with a type of thing like that. It's not necessarily you, you can't really, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's like a terrible position to be in, right? Yeah, so like, uh, exactly. Again, you can't prove it. Driving uh, you nuts, right? It kind of makes you a little crazy. You can't prove it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm really, I'm really interested yep. to find out what other I information um, gets released. Um, I mean, we're taking pictures of Mars, right? We've got a we've got a helicopter roving around Mars <laughs> at the moment, so uh, that's wild in itself. Yeah, for sure. Yep. You know, we're talking about like Elon Musk is going to get like a uh, commercial, you know, <laughs> uh, space travel up and running, right? So, mm -hmm. yep. You know, we live in a kind of a um, a wild time. There's a space hotel being built. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I can't, I mean, the sheer madness and cost of that, uh, <laughs> upkeep. Like, I'm just thinking like, y you know, you're going to have like to have like space certified safety, like, yeah. uh, repairmen and like yep. plumbers and stuff. Right? And yeah. Space plumbers. Space plumbers. That's, that'd and, be a cool uh, job. <laughs> man, that would be a cool job, but also super terrifying, right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> oh no, I got to go outside. Uh, I got to take this piece off and put you know it's just crazy to me um, yep. crazy crazy to me um absolutely but okay you know <laughs> so i mean we've we've jumped all over the place yeah. in the last little bit like what, is there, what was that about music <laughs> what was that about music you know, it's all loosely it's all loosely associated right we, <laughs> we brought it back to tom DeLong, right <laughs> Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We, we solved it. Yep. Was there anything else you want to, you know, kind of touch on? Anything coming to mind? Who, boy. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. We we could uh, we could talk about uh, what we're watching lately, or uh, we could yeah, go back we could, into music. We could do or, that. Yeah. We could talk about what we're watching. Uh, recently, uh, I've really been making a. a a conscious effort to watch Falcon Winter Soldier got through that. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I actually like the, uh, I feel like the military dramas with those, like the Captain America series, like I 
I, I kind of like those a little bit. They kind of remind me of watching movies with my dad because I remember that makes me think of like James Bond and like the political intrigue and like the, you know, all all those kind of like government uh, government control uh, kind of storylines. Ah, nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, I watched uh, I watched that too. I finished that up. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the kind of the future storylines there. Uh, it 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 left things off yeah in some interesting ways so yeah i i enjoyed it a lot i uh i've also just finished up shadow and bone which uh i was really surprised about i you know i went in thinking okay this is just going to be like a sort of a girl teen girl drama kind of thing and that's kind of how it's promoted uh you know sort of in the vein of uh the twilight series or something like that and uh it's it's absolutely a a teen drama uh but it's it's quite good it's um the acting is really good the 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 casting i would say is really good it it immerses you in the world very uh very well and it moves at a really good pace uh so it was really i liked it a lot it was really enjoyable so Netflix immediately it knows my taste. It's like, yeah, oh, you'll like this. It's, it's um, what kind of genre is it? What what what's the actual? Um, oh yeah, so fantasy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's sort of like um, the best way I could describe it maybe is like almost like almost like Game of Thrones. There, you know, there's sort of uh, but so not like- uh, not the vi- you know, not as much of the overt violence it's um you know sort of a crossbreed between uh twilight and game of thrones it's like a magical universe and you know there are uh, a wide array of magical themes users things like that it's it, uh it, it it's almost got uh flares of the last airbender in it in a way mm. and um it's also sort of got uh, some some steampunk steampunk aesthetic as well, so it's kind of a hybrid of all those things. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever seen any of the Golden Compass stuff? Is what's coming to mind? Yeah, it's sort of yeah, it's sort of in the vein of Golden Compass, uh, a little bit. Yeah, that's a fair comparison, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll probably I'll check it out. I'll probably like it. Um what I'm what I'm trying to finish at the moment, I've got um I've got a list of movies that came out in the, like the last 4 years um that I either did not see in time or I, I want to get to. So I I'm think I'm at a point now like I I didn't see the third Hobbit movie. Like the I saw the first one I saw the second one, and then I remember leaving the theater, being like, oh, "I wish this was just going to be a two, two, uh, two movie mm-hmm. event." Like the mm-hmm. third movie, I think I was over. Uh, so when the third one came out, like oh, I'll get around to it eventually, and I just never have. Nah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it really should have. I agree with you. It should have been uh, two movies. They, they, it was just a cash grab to drag it out into three. Um, 
but it's it's good. I mean, I I still think it's you know it's just as good as as the others. It's just the problem with all of them is that they all you know kind of drag on a little bit longer than they need to. Uh, but yeah. Um, before so I was uh, my brother sent me a meme uh, on my phone. Uh, uh, that was kind of uh, he. It was a it was a SpongeBob SquarePants meme, and it showed uh, Disney with Marvel, and it showed Patrick with a science uh, scientist outfit on, and doing specific measurements and very calculated. And then it showed um, uh, Disney with uh, Star Wars, and it showed Patrick with a uh, like just a toy hammer, like hammering nails into random stuff, and it just looked messy. Um, and he's a huge Star Wars fan, so like, yeah, that made me think like, oh, there's some accuracy with that. It made me think about that. Yeah. Um, and your comment about going on for too long—that's what made me think of that specific meme and tying it, tying it together. I kind of <laughs> feel like, um, not to say that Star Wars needs to end, but like, there's a—I feel like this last run, this three three uh, movie saga that we went those recent trilogy uh i got some uh, i i just think uh they need to have a more coherent like story that they have mapped out to do from start to finish Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was definitely the main issue with the last trilogy was just the the overall coherency cohesion of it i think people have especially because of marvel uh, people have uh, an expectation of things. Well, and also just because of historically with how Star Wars has been, right? <laughs> the trilogies have actually had uh, singular narratives throughout each trilogy that have been very well orchestrated and well planned out from the very beginning. And it seems like this with this last trilogy, they uh, I feel kind like of, they were fig- figuring it out almost every single one. Like, what are yeah, we doing now? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like uh, it was sort of like they were testing how people would react to them going into certain directions. You know, I I, I think I, I think that may have been really what it it could have been, and also maybe just them. Uh, yeah, just not having a a real good vision from the beginning as far as the overall story. Yeah, who knows really though. I think uh, Star Wars in general can be sometimes like a slow build story. Like it takes a little bit, like um, especially like a trilogy. Like uh, the, you have to take some time to understand the weight of an entire context world. And I feel like... Uh, George was pretty good at like introducing you to a group of characters and then dropping you in, making you see their dynamic, making you care about them. And understandably, too, the large story that's going to be um, coming into play as well. He was, um, he, there was always an overarching um, theme or story or or narrative or something. I feel like every time I watch these, like the, the new movies, I would just be like, I've already seen this very specific 
story again. Like it felt like mm-hmm. we were seeing. Um, we talked about it, I think, uh, with the the Force Awakens. It's like it's literally Star Wars. It's mm-hmm. beat for beat Star Wars, like uh, New Hope. It is it is legitimately like the same movie. Um, mm-hmm. Introduction, dropping Tatooine, get the Falcon, escape, band together beat the death weapon right yeah yeah i think uh the other problem that they had was not knowing an appropriate balance between uh new content and fan service it's like they felt sort of obligated to engage in fan service uh because they didn't know how keep the core audience or or something like that uh or they were too nervous about uh because of the transition of power maybe they they wanted some way to ensure that they would maintain the core fan base and so they thought you know well we'll just throw in fan service uh, and people just saw right through that you know it's like <laughs> it was cool maybe for some and not not cool for others uh but yeah i think that's kind of what well a lot of different things sort of divided the the opinion about the films i i I like them i mean i'll just say i i did not hate them like a lot of people (laughs) but uh, a lot of of people are pretty hard on them i think i always left the movie theater being like yeah that's that's fine it's what i paid for (laughs) um it was usually i would have complex thoughts on the drive home or be like you know the first time the force awakens i was like i felt like they played it way too safe like i was enjoying the movie when i watched it like it's a pleasurable experience but like it does not make me want to watch it again because it's literally you know but but it's you know i don't know i i think i'm in a weird place where i don't have a whole lot of free time currently and i don't watch a lot of movies i guess that's a that's something that I kind of do. You watch a lot of stuff on repeat. Like, if you have a favorite movie or a new movie and it blows your socks off, do you watch it a few times? You know, I I don't tend to do that. But if I if I have a movie that I do really really enjoy, I will I will watch it again. Uh, I yeah, but I don't I don't really tend to do that. Even if I if I really like a movie, it has to be something. Uh, also maybe that I can experience with another person. I won't just like watch another movie by myself. Just, you know, just because it just seems like, uh, like I already know the story. So why, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think as, as, a, as a young, as a, like a kid and teen, I used to watch stuff on like maybe like an annual basis. I might pull them out and dust mm-hmm. them off. But I think that was also like just killing time. I had, way more time to kill uh so like i don't i typically um i may watch a movie and then go five ten years and maybe i'll dust it off and give it another another playthrough yeah yeah i kind of do that as well i think well we're uh we're coming up on the hour we're a little bit over the hour here so i don't know if you wanted to speak about anything else or no, I think uh, I think we're at a good place to kind of wrap it up and uh, put a pin in it. Sounds good to me. All, All right. right. Well, I think that's it, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening.
yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for chatting and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next time.